Hello, everybody, and welcome to another SDGC After Hours. And today, we are going to be breaking down the Final Fantasy 16 trailer and uh, trying to figure out what we can glean about the game from these four and a half minutes. Uh, and as part of the panel today, uh, Finn is here. What's up, Finn? Uh, did we lose Finn? Nope. Oh, there he is. Okay. <laughs> everybody froze on my computer for, uh, for, for a minute. That was really weird. Finn, how you doing? I'm doing well. Why did you introduce me and I was frozen? Yes, no, absolutely. That's fine. That it's is fine. Clearly, that is absolutely what happened. I had some computer blizzaga. It's all good. It, no, computer, uh, oh, I, nice. Yeah, why not? I'm good. I'm good. It's uh, it's it's always a good day to talk about Final Fantasy, and it's an even better day to talk about a new next gen Final Fantasy. We don't get absolutely. these moments very often in our lives. Absolutely, and we've also got the newest official member of the permanent cast, Brittany. What's up, Britt? Hey, how we doing? Are you ready to do your first like official STGC content here? It's Final like, Fantasy, so it's like y'all brought me in at the perfect time. That is literally why I asked you to do the after hours tonight. And, oh, I thought uh, you were about to say join. I was like, damn. Well, no, well that too, obviously. <laughs> I need more Final Fantasy stands on this podcast. And a really cool guest to kind of break down this trailer with us, uh, my boy, uh, my boy Michael Heigham from Gamespot. Mike, what's up, dude? Hey, I'm doing quite all right. An exciting time for video games, especially because, like like y'all said, we got a next-gen Final Fantasy, and we don't get these very often, and oh, man, this is exciting. So I, I really appreciate y'all like actually like inviting me and having me on because, yeah, we Final Fantasy stands is in the building, man. Absolutely. Oh, and, um, dude, I'm, I, dude, I'm really happy you could be here, too. I was, I was hoping yeah. I could get you for this one. <laughs> Um, and so, like I said, what we're going to do is just kind of break down the trailer a little bit, uh, pick it apart and see what we can glean from this thing. And the first thing that I noticed, uh, when I'm firing the trailer up here <laughs> is, and we'll, st I'll stop right here on the, the fire at first. I thought this was a dark souls game. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, <laughs> yeah. all right, like I like with the fireplace, I was like, Oh, it's a bonfire. So this must be demon souls or something. Right. And, uh, but then we pan uh -huh. out. And we see what is, as soon as I saw the face, I was like, oh, that is some Final Fantasy-ass fucking facial, uh, facial stuff happening right there. Um, <laughs> and the, the first thing we see when we pan out is uh, what I think we all believe is an older version of the protagonist. Are we all, like, like what's the consensus on that? Yes. Yeah? Yep. Is, do, I do, think do, so, too. Do I, I, okay. I am... I am almost guaranteeing that that person at the end that they do the like time wipe on and he's visibly. Mm -hmm. You think older that's that's the, the same you, okay. character? That's kind of where I was I, at too. I, is definitely this. Yeah, and I, I also want to just skip straight to three twenty four of the trailer. <laughs> it's 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 very much made obvious that is i'm actually doing that just... now and so what i'm doing i'm mean, actually i went to that just now as you said i'm doing it frame by frame and yeah no i i believe you yeah i agree that's the same guy um what i what's interesting is that he's got a looks like a tattoo on his face or some kind of a some kind of a branding um on the left side of his face under his eye and the rest of his companions do as also well yeah mm -hmm. but and but but they it looks like they all don't have the same brand. Did you guys notice that? It's a little bit different between each uh, each of those dudes, is it? Yeah. yeah, it 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 looks a little. Or maybe I'm looking at different angles here. But wait, oh, when I look I at it, I don't it know. Looks it, to, it no, looks because the same. It, it looks the no, same. No, 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 no. If you go to go to um thirty seconds, exactly thirty seconds, and look at the brand. On that on that character's face, there the older looking blonde man. He's got an additional marking going through his brand here that the main character does not have. No, literally go one second later where he touches his face. That same marking through the brand is there. Okay, no, I see it. Oh, you're right. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. It was hidden by his hair, by his yeah, long Final Fantasy protagonist <laughs> so knocked his hair. They're basically just scions at the seventh time. Hey. That's that's what this. Okay, is. all right, all right. Shouts out to the scions. Now, now here's a question for you though, because the 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 early consensus was these four dudes in front of the bonfire were the playable characters of the party, and it started off the whole like another uh, all guy Final Fantasy party member scenario like fifteen. I don't I think that's don't the case. Think that's the case. 
I don't think these are necessarily our playable characters, or if they are, all of them. Well, no, I don't think they are uh, at all, because <laughs> if you go to 21, go to the 21 second mark in the video, and you will see the other three individuals standing around. They're all wearing what looks like a very standard, like, you know, military. They're all wearing the same shit. It's the exact same uniform. The only character who's right. wearing something different is the protagonist. So I do not think that these are party members. I think that these are, I mean, they're obviously characters that you're, whoever this guy is, is going to interact with, but these are not playable characters. Um, uh -huh. And uh, if we keep, if we, if we go a little further, we notice uh, there's a big battle scene, right? I'm looking at this battle scene and um, this is, this is a lot more brutal uh, yeah. than I'm used to seeing from a Final Fantasy game. Um, I think the last time we saw, and uh, Mike, correct me if I'm wrong, the last time we saw a big protracted battle scene in a Final Fantasy game was 12 uh, in the opening when uh, when the Arcadian Empire was overrunning Robin Oster. Um, I, would, I would almost argue that um, the uh, Realm Reborn's opening was probably the last time we saw oh, yeah. no, an opening right. of yeah. this like of this nature you are where right. it's like you big battle right. to set things up. But I don't think it was as brutal as anything we're seeing here, right? Like this is I mean, this is Fam. pretty heavy. Dalamud Dalamud dropping on Dalamud dropping on the realm is the most brutal you can possibly get. <laughs> well no that's anything true. blowing that up an entire fucking world. But we generally <laughs> don't see this level of like of like Person on person yeah, violence, straight up, like sure. uh, in yeah, a Final Fantasy game, like violence. blood being sprayed mm -hmm. everywhere, and you know, yeah. dirt flying. Like this is like, and that's kind of what I'm talking about. Is this is like already the tone in this trailer? Not even like you know, 45 seconds in is already markedly different from yeah. what I think we're well, used to that, seeing. That, didn't we just recently find out it has a provisional Peggy 18 rating, which mm. I think might Ooh. be the first. I think it's time. mature. Mature, yeah. That's, yeah. Okay, that's the Peggy yeah. version of mature, but I don't think Ooh. any other Final Fantasy games really like flirted, at least not a mainstream one, has ever uh -huh. flirted with that level rank rating, which would it's, lend to It's your... always, yeah. It's always just been like stab, no blood, like just <laughs> assumed, you know? And like Final Fantasy X, you have the pyreflies. There's never been full on uh -huh. like gruesome you know just fucking right there's i mean yeah. there's there's like there's that joshua kid with his getting his face just coated in blood in this trailer yeah, <laughs> wow. yeah the one dude. that surprised me was what like, the hell am i watching just gets a shower so like, i have a question so, john and like okay. all the all you final fantasy 14 stands because final fantasy 11 had the galka and 14 has i can never pronounce the name the rogan or something yeah rogan so, I Rogadin. know we haven't seen much about like if there's other races, but if mm -hmm. you go to the big battle scene, 34 second mark, when the big burly dude jumps and tackles that dude off the chocobo, he's a big oh, dude. Oh yeah, I, I can see I that. No, that, I can see that. I never noticed that. I think that could be like they're they're <laughs> being very coy about it, and they're all covered up. But that could be another race, and that's that what this could war be a demi human is. of some kind. Yeah, exactly. Like that's there. Well, yeah. and like you know, look, it's a Final Fantasy game. We know that like you know, humans are not going to be the only races. Um, there there will be. So what what interests me about this first uh, about this first you know minute of trailer is when we hit. 41 seconds, we see our first what appeared to be a summon uh, in Titan. Um, now, at the yes. beginning of the trailer, the I first... Just... Brittany, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, t this Titan looks exact, almost exactly like the Final Fantasy XV. I noticed that, too. It's very mm -hmm. similar. And that's... When I, the, when I first saw him, I was like, does this take place in the same universe? Is this, like connected in some way I, I don't he just looks very very similar if, to if you have to fight him is that an attack on titan wow Finn, wow relax up. jesus christ um i apologize <laughs> i, apolo I apologize for this man um so we've got titan <laughs> uh, there and then at the uh at the 45 second mark we've we get a really good look at shiva now what's interesting is the first lines of dialogue in this trailer is the target is Shiva's dominant and only Shiva's dominant. So she's got a dom. She's got a dom. <laughs> and yeah, no, it's, and no, I'm does, down. That mean she, does that mean Shiva's the sub? Like, like, is, is that, is that what's happening here? But I can see it. I, it sounds to me like dominant in this regard is going to be some kind of a summoner 
or a vessel that is used to a human vessel so, that is used to summon these these icons as they're called. Go ahead, Britt. My take on that is yes, because that kid straight up turned into, Turns Phoenix, into Phoenix or summoned Phoenix when his dad gets slaughtered in front of him. So I'm assuming summons in this game like are summoners, like only certain people can do it and only certain and, summons come from certain people or bloodlines or whatever who knows and you're postulating that the actual su- like this the the icons themselves I, I guess for lack of a better word twist their hosts bodies into 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 whatever they like whatever form they are like 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 right. Shiva like mm-hmm. there's a woman that Shiva possesses and then she becomes Shiva something like that um, I mean that happens in fourteen. Yeah, that's yeah. true. We all know Yoshi P's in. Yeah, so. Yoshi P is so so. And by the way, visually, this is so Final Fantasy looks, fourteen. Yeah. Like, I mean, there is. She some, looks oh, like you can Yosale, you can real, real big vibes. feel that DNA coursing <laughs> through this game because it's much more muted and less uh, exaggerated fantasy. Yes. That's actually one of my biggest gripes of this trailer is it looks too much like Final Fantasy fourteen for a next gen Final Fantasy, if that makes sense. Like, so so Final Fantasy fourteen graphics are far from bad, but I want something I guess different and more original. So, and I'm like they're fleshing it out, obviously, yeah. because he came out and said that people had issues with it. Um so I hope it looks a little less like fourteen and more like its own you're afraid, its own next gen. You're Final afraid Fantasy that feel. you're afraid that this game is gonna be too afraid to forge its own identity. Um not necessarily. I think uh lore wise it'll probably be fine on its own, but I just hope graphically it it gives itself something different. I hope it's distinguishable from 14. Yeah. Uh, one thing I, w- I will say is that, so yeah, today at, at, or recently at Tokyo game show, Yoshi P said that this was all in game stuff. So right. Right. yeah, I was watching this trailer. I'm like, yo, this looks like 14 cinematic trailers, but of course 14 itself is, a lot looks a lot different than its cinematic trailers, even though the art stylings are, uh, I would say, in parallel with each other. But this looks like 14 cinematics, but in engine, in gameplay, in that style. So, right. um, I'm not tripping about that because that's pretty wild to see. Because you always, I always watch 14 cinematics and be like, damn, that shit looks dope. Uh, I just wonder how that's going to look in engine. So now that we have a game that looks like that in engine, um, I'm. I'm actually excited to see how how that all comes together because I, I think a lot of our reactions when we first saw this was this looks a lot like Heaven's Word, uh, right. style wise, like lore wise, the kind of aesthetic it's going for. Um, so if we can, like, I've watched the Heaven's Word cinematic trailer multiple times and I've cried multiple times because oh, yeah. that shit is fucking cool as shit. So good. Um, Yes. So yeah, it, it, I do understand that. Like, oh, it, it's it might be banking on that cell quite a bit. Uh, I personally don't mind, and I, man, if if they could flesh out an entire game with that cinematic style built into the game, I'm all for it. Yeah. Well, and if we if we go to the um, you know what? Speaking of the of the visuals and the the inspiration of Final Fantasy XIV and some of the character designs, if we go to uh, the 55 second mark and the 58 second mark, we get a, a look at the two centerpieces of this reveal trailer, which is our main protagonist, which I don't think we know his name yet. Uh, and then Joshua, the kid that he, I, I guess, is a bodyguard for. Uh, that's yeah, the person he's like I took, sworn like to protect him. Sworn to protect Joshua. Yeah. Um. So so if we're looking at the 55 second mark here and we're looking at our protagonist, um, he's hot. What? What yo, he's a handsome man. He's a handsome man. And <laughs> uh, he could get it. And and what I notice right off the bat here is the character design is um kind of you know, taking cues uh from Final Fantasy fifteen. And what I mean by that in that is that Noctis was not a like he had a cool design, but he was a lot more grounded in his design than past Final Fantasy protagonists have been when you think of Cloud or Lightning um or, or or you know or Titus it's Titus I know people say it's Titus yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry it's <laughs> no. Titus um it's Titus it is Titus. It's, it's it Titus, is Titus. <laughs> um but but this you know 
Noctis was a very subdued character design, and so was this individual as well. And I find myself gravitating toward that. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like the fact that while he is still a visually striking character, he, you know, th- there's, you know, there's nothing about him screaming, look at me, I'm heroic. It, it, like, you know, I, it, it's something I dig. I dig kind of the muted design, but I wanted to see what you guys thought. Oof. I, 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 I think I, he's, I think he's looking fine. I'll say that. I love his hairstyle, <laughs> by the way. I he's need got some good ass hair. Get, he needs a, he needs to hook me up with his hairstylist. Cause, uh, He's he's looking nice. Uh, one thing I will say about as what we'll see throughout the rest of the trailer is that we see gameplay of this young protagonist too, right? Uh, and then obviously we talked about how we see him in his older state. Uh, so that has me thinking about how this game is paced and at which they inject him as his young self and in what phases in the timeline we play as his old self. Uh, things yep. like that because uh, we, we did get a little bit of that in 15 we did also so that's something else that it's banking You're- on in 15 is that there's a young version and then there's an old version and those all feed into a similar story of this grand timeline i guess um but he's looking real soft right here man i'm, I'm digging look- it because yeah if, no, you, he- if you go back to the 56 mark you'll see that when we're first being introduced <coughs> to him he doesn't even have the mark so yeah. whatever happens that causes the time skip we're gonna He's be got playing, that branding, uh, uh, yeah. I don't know if a significant por- por- portion of it, but part of the game will be played pre-branding is what I'm going to call it, pre-time yeah. skip. Mm-hmm. And I also want to point out um, oh, so at, at uh, I think it's at 57 or 50, what, what is it? There's a dog here, um, and I want to know more about so this good cute. boy. Um, yeah, I want to know more about the dog. Oh. But Joshua... Joshua's a character. Um, I, I take it that he's like he's royalty of some kind. He's a prince, maybe, or or maybe he is treated the way he is because he's he has the ability to summon Phoenix. Um, but there's a branding on his hand. If you look at uh, if you look at I think it's about yeah, it's uh, one minute and four seconds in. There is a branding yeah. on his hand, almost like a Lassie from Final Fantasy thirteen. Um, yeah, but when he's using his healing powers, which you assume is Phoenix's rebirth or rebirth ability. Some yeah, facet of it. Yeah, but but so yeah, so so obviously summoners. If I mean or dominance. If I'm never I'm never going to stop laughing at, at that. <laughs> by the way, uh, I. But so dominance, as I guess they're called, uh, all have a a mark or some kind of a marking to denote that they are able to summon icons, um, and they're conversing with somebody who I'm assuming is Joshua's mother. Probably right. Like I'm assuming right. that. Yeah. Um, I want to. I want to hop in on that right. Yeah, there. please go All ahead, right. Britt. Good segue for one of my biggest gripes of the trailer. So if you go to a minute in, right, there's the mom, and then okay. you scroll to one thirty-six, you get another chick. And in this four-minute trailer, that is all you see of females in this game. Yeah, that is that's a it. problem. You see a mom type and a sassy, which I'm not complaining, a sassy, I don't know what she is type. And that is it. Um, that's it. Actually, that's a problem. There's also Shiva. Okay, well, okay. yes, Shiva. <laughs> no, and also, I'll, I will say... This, I don't know. It could just be very androgynous hair. At the 145 mark, when sassy blonde lady walks away and you see someone sitting down and someone standing next to the dude, I don't know who she is or even if that is Oh, I see that. Who is that? Don't know. I didn't even catch that, Finn. Just saying. Yeah. No, I I see that that person. Are you talking about the person with the long hair in the background? I just think Look. that this first trailer is not a very good indicator of female characters in 16, but I have hope that they exist and will be prominent. Well, I mean, right? I'm, and I'm not saying I'm not shitting on the whole, the game as a whole because of it. I'm saying as a first first look trailer, you you have you know the guy doing cool shit, the kid doing cool shit. You don't have the women doing anything. You have a mom, yeah. And a chick talking. Hey, moms are tough. So I hope. And yeah, well, yeah. Um, (laughs) But I'm hoping, you know, coming off a game, uh, Final Fantasy 15, where there wasn't really. They handled handled Luna like shit in that game. (laughs) 
Right. So I'm hoping with this game you get a little bit more, at least somebody you can play as more than however long you had RNA <laughs> in your party in 15. Yeah. So I, yeah. I'm just, I, I yeah. want more female. Like I want this Final Fantasy to have more girls. So, yeah. so uh, let's talk uh, about now that now that now that we've go Mike. Yeah, uh, Mike, now that we like we brought it up, I think that I think across the board that's a lot of uh, the concern because this is a for this is a first impression, so that means something uh, to us. And I think that across the board, we would agree that you know coming off of fifteen, which was like a boys' road trip, which was I I we like uh, I liked uh, for many reasons, but you know we've had such a strong history of uh, female characters in the Final Fantasy uh, lore. That have yeah. meant so much to us, but at the same time, the series as a whole hasn't always done them justice or put them at the forefront in the way that we had expected or would have been more impactful. Um, mm-hmm. I do think of Terra from Final Fantasy VI. I also love Lightning from Thirteen. Thirteen works yeah. because yeah. Lightning is, uh, uh, for me at least, I think she's an identifiable. I love, I love Lightning. Yeah, yeah I love Lightning. Uh, and then in Fourteen, right. we have so many great uh, uh, female characters, but. Other than like in fourteen, which is my favorite game of all time, like other than Ishtola and Alice at the forefront, I think that you know we have great side stories like Yatsuyu uh, in yeah. that lore, and uh, but in a big main entry in like sixteen, and we had mentioned before that we don't get these very often. Uh, right. I would want there to be you know something that's distinguishable from 15 but also something that brings multiple types of people together and i think like this is a separate conversation in the realm of fantasy rpgs and jrpgs but in terms of like yeah different types of yeah representation different types of looking characters but also female characters in general uh Mm -hmm. personally i think they can provide a lot more depth into the storytelling um i'm excited to see where if 16 really hammers that but i think that based on what we can tell from the trailer like like britney had mentioned is like you know this doesn't like in that respect maybe this trailer doesn't give us that much faith in that not to say that it's going to be a bad game or it's going to have bad storytelling it's just that exactly you know come on give give us something give us a little bit more depth give us a little bit more rounded out something right it's like we talked about at the beginning of this recording is that you get those four dudes at the very beginning of the trailer mm-hmm. and the immediate vibe you get is Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I you could have that. easily swapped a female in there and it would have completely changed the tone of the trailer. And it wouldn't have hurt yeah. anything either. I mean, you know, no, it's like, it would not. you know, but, but I, I do have, so, so let's talk about this woman real quick before we hop into the combat part of the trailer. I want to talk about this woman at the 141 mark. Cause that's a good shot over there. I think we're looking at our villain. That would be interesting. I would love to see a female villain. I yeah, think she this gives is me very like Cersei, Lannister. Well, you know who ta- she, re- uh, she she looks like a cross between Trish and Lady from Devil May Cry. <laughs> well, she's also giving me uh she's also giving me Adia vibes with the uh, with the outfit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I I just like that she's just smoking while. Well, she's got a well, so so, so that's the looks thing. Like she's lecturing all these dudes at the table. She's like, so here's the thing about that fence. When I so the first. Final Fantasy 15 trailer we saw in 2016, I believe it was, when we didn't know any of the characters, but when I, but when I saw who we la- who we later learned was Arden standing there with his hat and that little accessory on his arm, I was like, that's our villain, because be- I could just tell that's our villain because of the way he's dressed and he's got he's got that hat which is you know like you know instantly identifies him and he's got this f- wing like ornament on his arm. I'm looking at this character here. And, you know, I'm looking at that cigarette holder and kind of like her and her collar. And I, I, I think and, you know, the cut of her hair and everything about this screams main antagonist to me. Um, and I'm with Brittany. I would love to have an action like I would like the only woman we have ever had as a main villain in the entire 16 games is Ultimicia. That's it. That's the only yeah. that's the only woman main antagonist this series has ever had and that's a real shame and so i am really hoping that i'm right about this and that we're looking at our villain here listen emmett selk but a woman 
Hell yeah. And, yes. Yeah. Please. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. No, I I am I am with you uh all the way here. Plus that yeah, cigarette because... holder is just a fucking boss. Yeah. Listen, if she can make a gun come out of nowhere and shoot somebody, I am down <laughs> with her. Oh my god. But yeah, I I like I don't know. At this point, I feel like Final Fantasy uh has a lot to live up to in terms of having villains because the most recent one we've had is Emmett Selk, and that is Emmett a Selk. high mark. Yeah, and also like Elidibus. If we want, if we, I'm not sure, I'm sure we don't want to get into like deep fourteen lore, but uh, I think that the they've set a high watermark for antagonists who aren't just. I mean, we've had antagonists who aren't just like oh, big bad person who's going to do bad shit, uh, but. You know, there are a lot of complexities that Final Fantasy has proven to be able to hit. And I would expect that from 16. And, you know, it seems like there's, at least in this scene that we're depicting or we're trying to break down right here, it seems like there's a lot of deliberations. There's a lot of political drama. And I do want to see that style of storytelling fleshed out uh, because that's where the com- I think a lot of the complexities can lie. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's that's what I'm getting out of this, and that's what oh. I want to see out of the game. That's so, what I want to see so badly too, because the last time we really got a game that did that uh, was Tactics, that really delved into the political machinations yeah. of the fantasy storyline. It was. Well, I mean, I would say I would no, I would say Twelve did that too, Finn. I would say Twelve tried. 12 they kind tried. of fell off. Yeah, yes. yeah they kind of fell off towards real, the end. But re- they definitely tried. Real quick, uh, one more thing about this mystery woman. Go to uh, go to uh, one forty four, one minute forty four, and tell me tell me you're not getting villain vibes from that. Tell me you're not getting, uh, Idea, especially Idea. I'm getting some from that, but uh, I don't know if it's villain vibes. <laughs> I mean, she. I mean, that is. I mean, uh, yeah. Like, I. I think. I think we're looking at our at, at our bad guy here. Um, but so oh. the rest of the trailer, um, we see a lot of uh, combat, or, or at least peppered throughout. And if we go to, um, I want to address. Uh, let's go to. The Dragoon? Okay. Well, no, not the quite Dragoon. yet. First, first, we're gonna get to the Dragoon. But first, go to <laughs> two minutes and nineteen seconds, and you will see um, the protagonist engaged in a battle with what looks like a giant spectral fist that he's summoned. And in another the part of the trailer, effect. well, in another part of the trailer, you see him with a Yo, fiery that wing. Like that fist. it's Titan, exactly. I think that that is how summons are utilized in battle in this game. I think you, I, I think you, uh, you, you're, you're, you're actually using their powers actively in combat as opposed to just bringing the summon, out, the summon mm-hmm. out itself. Um, but I wanted to see what you guys think about that because that is, I agree with Britt. That is clearly Titan's fist, and in another Wait, scene in the trailer, you can see up. Phoenix's wing pop. I was going to say head. yes. That that uh, you can also see the Phoenix wing pop up, and that uh, definitely tracks to that theory. It was. It's actually if you go to two fifteen, right? Is it two fifteen? Let's see. The uh, the Titan hands. You'll. See oh the yeah, Phoenix there it is. Yep. Flare and it's causing fire damage. Oh, that's such a cool. Oh, co- so oh that's cool. such a cool concept. <laughs> yep, I see the phoenix wing there on the left, and then uh, this, my man busts out the the titan fist here. Um, so yeah, this is this is really really. And you know what? Here's another theory, man. As we're looking at combat, I'm not sure we're going to have a party. Like th- this kind of seems tailored to 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 one character, doesn't it? Like so far. Um, if what? you go to one nineteen, you can see other people in the combat with you. Wait, you can? Yes. I must have missed. I don't. Right after the scene with the. Oh white yeah, I see. There's like NPCs with you. So I think if we've learned anything from, see. I would say starting with Final Fantasy fifteen and then to the Final Fantasy seven uh. remake, I think we can comfortably say that. The combat system probably isn't going to be an issue because they fucking nailed it with Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh, did they? <laughs> yeah, and and yeah. this looks to be heavily, heavily. I mean, and they'd be fools not to not to heavily crib from that. I Implement, see what. Yeah, mm-hmm. I see what you're talking about, no Finn. Okay, there is another character there. I totally missed that. So maybe we will have uh, a, a a party situation. It would be weird without a a some kind of a party based system in a Final Fantasy game. Um. <laughs> And if we look at let's let's move on to one part of the trailer that I know got a lot of people talking, and that is, I believe it was at 
one. No, it's at two. Thirteen. Yeah, two thirteen. That the one? Uh, yeah, the one where the, he gets the blood on his face. Um, yep, there it is. Yes. Uh, so that so in this we are you know we are in the past uh, like I don't know what to call the timelines in this game yet but like Mike said there are obviously two different time periods in this game and this is when our our protagonist is younger and you can see Joshua there gets slashed or splashed with blood I would presume this is the murder of his father um I, I you know again that's that's me firing from the hip I have no idea but what happens then is we see him uh, at yeah, go to 221. And he and then if you go to 222 and 223, it looks like it, it looks so he's birthing phoenix from him and it would appear that trauma, I have a theory that that trauma is what uh is what brings the the icons out and and lets them kind of uh, assume the bodies of the dominance. Um, so this this is what I was confused about: is you have the the physical bird form, right? Right. And then you have this glowy dude. Um, <laughs> I'm looking for it. Oh, yeah. it's at no, you two. Know what I'm about? Yeah, no, it's at two thirty four. Yeah, and it's just it's fucking weird because I'm like, all right, he summoned, but I think Phoenix. I think the Bernie dude is the one that summons Ifrit. No, that is Ifrit for ah. sure. But because they're because Phoenix because Phoenix, Phoenix and Ifrit are fighting each other in this scene. Yeah. So maybe that's like the bad person who has incarn incarnated the their summon. So you know that that could be a, a clash right there. Or this could be the actual spiritual manifestation of of, of Ifrit. Because if we look at the way, and, and again, like this is, you know, we're 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 just we're doing this based off of you know still images and trailers, Nothing. but <laughs> but um, I get the sense that, for example, Joshua actually became Phoenix, right? Like that that's that's what I personally am taking away from this. I think it's possible that this fiery he's uh, the Phoenix Dom, or, or he's the Phoenix Dom. I I think it's possible <laughs> that this fiery ghostly individual is actually Efree himself um i i again like i don't i you know i don't i don't know that but that that's just a theory of mine uh there, there's something about this that 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 seems that seems off to me um because the if you notice if you go to 242 that individual on the ground here i don't know who this is but there's an, a man in armor on the ground and he says that's impossible um and i think what that means is that Ifrit was able to manifest without a dominant. That's yeah, that's the vibe I would get from that. Yeah, that's same. that's my theory on that, and I think, and wa- watch me be totally wrong on all of this when the game comes out. But I think that that that's is fine. what I, I think that is what is going to drive part of the plot is is getting icons to manifest without uh, a vessel, essentially. Um, and I think that's what Ooh. we're looking at here. And that's. That does kind of that does harken back to a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen because the icons are summoned by the will of many people and like when there is a like a despondency in the ether, uh, that's when you know multiple people can will it into existence. Uh, so that can like obviously we see that uh, what's his face Joshua can become Phoenix. I suppose, and then there is an alternate way to also summon icons, and that could probably be like the the conflict in which there is a like a trouble in the balance of power uh, that happens beyond the story. So uh, I do think that that is. I mean, and I'll like not to derail this, but like if we look at the Final Fantasy 16 logo, the Final Fantasy like logos have always been a key piece in setting the tone for the story. Exactly. Sixteen. Exactly. It's it's Phoenix versus Ifrit. That is the logo. So this entire what I'm what that's telling me is that this entire story is a conflict of summons and icons. So yeah. I do think that is the central conflict, and I do think that this piece of the trailer is trying to communicate that. I, I agree. No, that's a see. Here's the thing: I didn't catch that the creature on the bottom of the logo w- was was Ifrit. I did not catch that at all. So that's a, I that's that. Oh, that's a great catch, Mike. Um, 
and and it's it's interesting, right? Like I now the conflict that's being shown between Phoenix and Ifrit in the trailer actually makes more sense thematically because it, it would appear, like mm-hmm. you said, that this is something that is we're going to see recurring throughout the story. Um, and speaking of things that recur in the Final Fantasy series, can we go to one fifty one and talk about that motherfucking dragoon? Because I want to know more oh, about yeah. this guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like this. This is and like that shot. One fifty one is straight up Kane from from Final Fantasy four. What a what a <laughs> great design. And uh, and you're fighting this guy too. Um, oh yep. god, Imperial and, and, Vipers and then, as they call him. And and again, uh, here you can see if you go to one fifty six, or I'm sorry, one fifty seven. You can see that phoenix wing popping out again, and your yep. weapon takes on some kind of a fire quality there. Um, yeah. Which I, I, this, again, this is. Yeah. Go, uh, Mike. Go ahead. This is the young protagonist we're playing too. So yes. This is. I, I feel like this is a lot of. This is the setup. Maybe the prologue or the f- first few chapters. That's so possible. we're seeing the protagonist already wielding these summon-like powers to fight the dragoon, which is who is also referred to as an imperial viper, which I assume is like maybe this paramilitary branch or the uh, the group that the villains can wield and control. Uh, so this is setting a lot of tone, and when you take into account the fact that this is. Uh, still in that early, I guess the early timeline as we're calling it, this is pretty dense in terms of right. setting up the story. And if we go to, um, if we go to two fifty three, we see that line, uh, the legacy of the crystals. Um, and then if you go to two fifty nine, it says has shaped our history and then at three twelve for long enough. So the crystal the legacy of the crystals has shaped our history for long enough. I am wondering and I want to kick this one over to Brittany and see what she thinks. I am wondering if this is not some kind of meta commentary on the Final Fantasy franchise itself. Um I am So just coming off of Shadowbringers, it definitely seems like they're trying to do another spin on the crystal and you know like in 14 you have Heidelin and they basically try to make Heidelin sound like she's just a summon like everybody else kind of thing I think it's the same with this story I think they're trying to say like okay you you've taken power from the crystal before that's how Final Fantasy's worked before and now let's let's do something else like we're we're gonna we're gonna flip the storytelling a little. I bit. think we just blew Mike's mind. <laughs> I think we just. But, it, it, but I mean, it's true. You come off of you come off of Shadowbringers, and it's like it completely changes how you feel about the entire <laughs> game as a whole. So I think, in general, he's moving forward with that theme of basically turning the crystal into not this big great grand thing that's going to save the day it's yeah gonna, we we're, they're going to be like we need a new MacGuffin in the franchise basically um exactly <laughs> mike you look like you oh really God. want to speak love, on this i love that you and Brittany pointed that out because like when you said the legacy of the crystals has uh shaped our uh what is it has our shaped history. our history for long enough because i just thought i i I assumed it was just like, oh, this is set dressing for what the narrative is supposed to be. But when you pointed yeah. out that maybe it's a meta narrative because it's, you know, listen, if you want a Final Fantasy, you got ether and you got crystals. Yep. That's that, it. Yeah. Those are the main yeah. ingredients, bro. Yep. Exactly. And then, mm-hmm. so, like, when you, if you take it out of the context of the game itself, I'm like, oh, shit. What y'all if, mother- oh, y'all what if this marks doing something a turning cool point? This. What if this marks a turning point for the franchise? Um, you know, trying trying sure. something new going forward. Now, I don't know exactly what form that takes, but honestly, that is like the first thing that that jumped out at me is 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 me thinking to myself, what if, what if this mark like like Final Fantasy fifteen for as much as I love it, I love that game. It, it's divisive, right? Like like there's no there's no if ands mm-hmm. or buts about it. It you know there you know there are wildly differing opinions on that game within the it's Final, a Fantasy. Final Fantasy game, right? Exactly. What if what if Yoshi P took some of those criticisms of the game and said, you know what, it's time to take the franchise in a different direction? 
Um, yeah. Because, and, you know, and, and that, like, the possibilities of, of that really intrigue me. I mean, yeah. he's done it once. He could probably hey. fucking do it again. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Brittany said, like, obviously and Shadowbringers, uh, go- the, the all of Shadowbringers is about subverting your, ex- your Final Fantasy expectations and, like, unraveling the fact that, like, you know, Heidelin isn't this all, like, this all positive being and the conflict between Hyaline and Zodiac is a lot more complicated than simply good right. or bad. And that, that's obviously the whole thing about Shadowbringers is like light and dark isn't is isn't what it seems. And so 14 had set that tone throughout its entire like it set itself up for that type of story to land such a strong impact. And I mean again Yoshi P is a producer on this, not necessarily a director, but that ethos I feel like that ethos is very much going to carry itself into this game. And then when Brittany pointed out, like, yo, we just got that with Shadowbringers. I'm like, oh, yeah, we did just get that with Shadowbringers. Like, what if that permeates 16? Because I do think that as many people as many people there are playing 14, I feel like the mainstream audience still needs to get hit with that style of storytelling. And with Yoshi P as lead producer, whatever that might be, manifest in the game itself and the fact that we as Brittany said we just got 14 that hit so hard hit me john and Brittany hard like that channel that into a mainstream final fantasy standalone single player game that's going to like thrust it into the next generation that 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 style of storytelling is going to can start like a new legacy for final fantasy as a whole of course, that's just extrapolating from what we know about 14, about Yoshi P, and these right. three <laughs> phrases put together. But we're, we'll, I'm down to go there. I'm, I'm willing to go there. <laughs> see, 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 man, we're, we're, we're making you think here. We're, we're, yep. we're, we're thinking outside the box here. <laughs> yep. um, Finn, go ahead, dude. Yeah, well, you mentioned like that it might be commentary on criticisms of the genre of the franchise, and he's already shown that they understand the criticisms that Final Fantasy has been getting lately. Because when asked about, at, at, I I just saw like a translated interview with him. I guess uh, I assume over Tokyo Game Show, where they talk about the graphics, and he's like, "Look." I purposely came here without a pre-rendered cutscene. Yeah, debut trailer I saw that because too. I knew if I did, people would be like, "Oh, see you in 2035." So he seems to understand the issues. The fan base. Yeah. So I, I would, uh, I, I have faith. Like again, it's, it's, it's very hard to understate that this is the man that saved 14. Well, and not only so, so, so that's, so that's an interesting awesome. point. That's an so that so this trailer. If you go uh, to the last game, if you go all the way to the title card itself, not counting the PS5 logo and stuff, is three minutes and forty-one seconds. That's a beefy trailer, and there was a lot of there was a lot of actual gameplay in this trailer. A lot of well, a lot of combat in this trailer. Um, mm-hmm. Combine that with the fact that we know that this game has been in development for some time now. Um, it, and and the fact that Yoshi P is you know is a super reliable director, I I think this is a I you know I think this is a late twenty twenty one game twenty early twenty twenty two at the absolute latest, um, but I do not think we're going to be waiting uh, for years and years after the reveal trailer on this one. Um, no. Yoshi P means business, bro. Yep, he's not fucking around. He's Yoshi never been P. the one one to fuck around. Yoshi P is the anti Nomura. When well, you bring him on board. It's no bloat, no, no, and I didn't see a zipper among them. Okay, yeah, no, zi- <laughs> it wasn't a zipper in the trailer. <laughs> well, 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 like so. you know, no, you're right, and you know, also, I think Square Enix knows that after the long wait for, I mean, you know, Final Fantasy 15 was first announced technically in 2006 as versus 13. Uh, and it came out as Final Fantasy 15 a decade later. Final Fantasy 7 Remake was announced in 2015, and we didn't see that game uh, until, yeah, five years later. I think Square, en- Squ- Square Enix knows that they they cannot afford, in the Final Fantasy, cha- in the Final Fantasy franchise anyway, another five, ten-year wait. Uh, for a for you know a big Final Fantasy game after you announce it, so so yeah, like combine that with the fact that this trailer seems well put together. Um, the fact that Yoshi P, like Finn said, is super reliable. I think this game 
comes out holiday 2021. That's that's where I'm that th- that's the basket I put my eggs in. But if you guys disagree, feel free. Uh, no, nah, I like at the earliest, I would say holiday 2021. I would yeah. I wouldn't be surprised uh, with that. I, I'm personally I'm feeling like holiday 2022 because I don't want to get my hopes up. But, yeah. you know, Yoshi P being producer, only producer, because producer is the one who needs to keep everything on track to make sure it's yeah. on time. Right. Uh, that that's what gives me hope about this thing. And like 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 y'all said, this isn't just a teaser trailer. This isn't a cinematic trailer. This is showing you the game in action yeah. and pretty much like unraveling the story setup straight up. So there's no teasing. It is what it is. Uh, so yeah, I wouldn't doubt like I think folks are going to get this sooner than they may think. If you're thinking in the 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 realm of Final Fantasy's recent history. I don't think it'll be long simply because Yoshi P has had deadlines with 14 and he understands the importance of having deadlines and committing <laughs> to something when you say you're going to do it. And he's, he's always come through, you know, and it's always been a good product. So I think ultimately if it comes out 2021, that's great. If it comes out 2022, that's fine too. But I, I definitely think it, it won't be five, ten years. You know, yeah, there are like my, my guys. Holiday twenty twenty one is the first announcement, but then we get our inevitable uh, delay. I don't think I don't think we're gonna get a delay. No, I don't think no. Yoshi P does not do delays. Like I don't think we're gonna get a delay on this one. The only delay that Yoshi Look, P I, has ever had on Final Fantasy. Hold on, hold on. The, the only delay that Yoshi, <laughs> that, that that anything Yoshi P has done with Final Fantasy. Uh, the the only delay we've ever seen from him has been due to COVID. Um, uh, it, it, like he hits his benchmarks, and if he doesn't, he comes damn close. Um, I I don't think uh, you know, barring unforese- unforeseen circumstances, I don't think we're going to see a delay on this one. Uh, I I really don't. It really don't. just uh, depends on what happens with this pandemic, right? And everything yeah, else going on. Yeah. I also Mike, yeah, like ahead, he's Mike, also please. very forthcoming. He's also very forthcoming. I mean, if we play 14 so we're we're privy to the fact that there's live letters from the producer every couple months and yeah. he's sits there with uh with other people on the team for 2 3 hours going through all the changes in the game the status of the development team uh all the fanfare that's happening around the game so he's a, he's an open book like he's not one to shy away from being the first to say like yo if we're not if we're not able to hit this then we're gonna let you know because, like, like you said, the like COVID had impacted the release of 5.3 for Final Fantasy 14, and the first news that we heard about it being delayed was through a Square Enix blog post yep. by Yoshi P himself. Uh, so it's not like he, he's not playing games. I mean, not to say that the other directors and producers were, uh, but it like letting people know the status of those projects are at the forefront of his priorities. So. Yeah, there's definitely been some bloating in as among the other directors. And sure, producers. yeah. I mean, not to say it's a bad thing. You mm. know, we don't know what kind of conditions they were working under or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, there's definitely there's obviously been so- something going on. I there. mean, I think you know we can all agree that fi- you know 14 is a well-oiled machine, uh, especially when you compare that with you know other Square Enix stuff. Any of the other ones. And yeah, and, and, <laughs> sure, and, yeah. And, yeah, and and so. So yeah, like like you know, if if you like Final, I don't know, Fa- man, Final Fantasy Eleven still still churning. That's still going. You're right. That That's is still facts. going. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like it, the it's still, yeah. The bottom line for me is is if you love Final Fantasy but you don't play fourteen because it's because it, it's an MMO, and you have concerns about sixteen, like like all I can tell you is Yoshi P knows what he's doing. Like that man can that man mm. can help that that man can help craft a narrative like 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 nothing else. So I. I actually have very little worries about this. I I am so enthusiastic about what we've seen, uh, and I think they said that we were going to see more. What in early twenty twenty one? I think was the date that they had yeah. that they had mm-hmm. mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, I am expecting, <laughs> I am expecting a big blowout. Like you know, characters. You know, a deeper dive into the combat, the menu system. Uh, let's go around the room real quick and and uh, talk about real quick what we hope gets shown uh, at the first big. You know, kind of. I guess deep dive into this game in early 2021 and we'll start with Brit. Brit, what is what what are you hoping to see? Titties. More <laughs> <Yeah>. females. 
Yep. I want to see what. Okay, I want to see more of what this game has to offer. Like it was, like I said, it was a good first trailer. However, I want to see more characters other than just the main protagonist. I want to see who because. It's never just a solo Final Fantasy game. Yeah. You always have a party. That's, I mean, I want to see that. I want to see if there are, is a job system. I want to see, you know, I want to see the cities. I, like like Finn said earlier with races, I want to see if there's going to be new races at it. I just want to see, I, I want to see more than what I've seen. I, what I've seen isn't bad. I just want to, I, I want to see where, where they can take this. And I want to see if... Basically, this is going to be a different Final Fantasy than what we've seen for the last 10, 15 years, uh, 14 aside. And uh, Finn, what about you, man? What do you want to see? What are you hoping to see anyway at this reveal? <sighs> um, I, I, I'm, I'm going to be with Brittany. I want to see what the other playable characters are because I want to be able to give uh, Yoshi P and Square the benefit of the doubt that we'll definitely have females this time because they wouldn't do that twice in a row. So I, I want to be like proven correct in my optimistic outlook, but I also would love to see uh, other summons because so often we get only bogged down with the major ones that mm-hmm. all like I still remember in in tactics and six and and to a lesser extent seven just all and eight with the guardian forces eight. but but they, give me they, doom train they had so many more and now we seem to have regressed to the the standard ones bahamut ifrit shiva titan and uh i guess maybe ramu sometimes but like give me give me the give me the wildly like divergent and creative summons again because that was fun i want i want that you know what and and Finn, I was gonna say we we know that Ramu is gonna be there. I want to see Horse Ramu. Like like give us give us Centaur Ramu from <laughs> from from Final Fantasy from 14. Fulmination. Yeah 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 yeah. Give yep yep. Give us Fulmination Ramu. I want to see I want to see Daddy Ramu. Uh, uh, you know, with his bottom half as a horse. That's that's what I want. Give us that Ramu. <laughs> oh my god, Mike. What about you, man? Uh, I'm probably going to echo also uh, Brittany's sentiments in terms of what we're looking for. I think, you know, I said earlier that we did get a lot. This trailer has a lot to offer in terms of setting the tone and knowing what we're going to get into. But I still think there's a lot of broader strokes that we want to see. How do we interact with the world? What does the world look like? Uh, Who else are we interacting with? If we're not playing as them, who's going to be by our side? Who are going to be the main players? Because obviously we see the main protagonist and he seems to be the centerpiece of the story so far. But oftentimes I do find that Final Fantasy hits very hard with the characters who are in support of the protagonist. 14, obviously. You are the Warrior of Light, so everyone else is in support of you. So Urianje Yustola are some of my favorites. Uh, Alize and Alfino are like stars of, of that game. Uh, I also, even like 15 is based around Noctis, but Noctis is nothing without his royal homies. Uh, and I also think about like Cloud. Cloud is kind of like this reserved dude, but like Barrett, Tifa, Aerith are the driving force in that story. So Final Fantasy has always had a history of the supporting characters really being the stars of the show. Uh, so, But we don't exactly know who is going to be in support of this character or in support of Joshua um, based on this trailer. So that I think that's the thing that's going to hit with me because I trust that the gameplay is going to be pretty good. If, if it's just good, that's fine with me. Like I like 15's combat system. I'm fine with it. Other people aren't. But I, when I think about the things that hit the hardest in RPGs, it's the storytelling and the characters who drive that story. Right. So, like, I and I don't want to be like spoiled on like their development or whatever, but I want to know, like, okay, who else am I going to be going through this journey with? Um, that's the thing I want to see in early 2021. At least hints of that character designs. I want to see more diverse character designs. I don't yeah. necessarily trust that that's going to happen, uh, but if it does, like, yo, that'd be wild. Uh, I, I would like to see that, but whoever the supporting cast is going to be, I just want to know who they are, what their deal is, what they look like, and how, as the player, is how we are going to be able to interact with them. No, that's, I mean, I, I, I agree with everything uh, all of you have said, and I'll, um, 
<coughs> excuse me. I'll kind of throw my own uh, my my own uh, wants in here. I want to see some of the more fantastical elements we're used to from the franchise. Like this trailer is great, but. I will say that a lot of the environments we saw were pretty standard medieval fare, like you know your muddy village, you know you know castle wall. Uh, here's a here's a forest. Um, you know here's some here's some wooden castle gates. Like you know we know like I want to see airships. You know like I want to see I, you know I want to see airships. I want to see like you know big you know like you know i want to see big fantastic locations like you know mountains with you know like a glowing or you know sky like like you know final fantasy stuff you know like i want to see like you think about final fantasy 9 in terra you know and you, you you think about all the weirdness that was there like i'm hoping that um that they really have some areas of the game that lean into that 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 really crazy high fantasy you know you know mystical stuff like uh like shadowbringers you know like you know uh you know you, you know like, like you know yeah the crystal exarch and you know like i want to see some yeah I, yeah there you go i want to see i want to see cat girls yes give me i, I want to see, i would love for them Woo! i would love for them to integrate some of the final fantasy 14 races uh into 16 yeah. you know um <laughs> uh but but yeah, and aside from that, I you know I want to see I want to see more women. Uh, I I am hoping that uh, we get more a more of a showcase on women in this game. I'm hoping that woman is the antagonist because I love her character design. She just seems cool. Uh, I do want to see the party system. I want to see the menus because I don't know. I'm a, I'm weird. Like I I love Final Fantasy menus and Final Fantasy Fifteen's menu was dope. And I want to see what this one. I want. I want. So was Thirteen. Thirteen had the best menus in the game. Or in the entire franchise, <laughs> and I want to see what what sixteen have to, has to offer as well. But most of all, I want to see a holiday twenty twenty one release date. Don't make me wait for this <laughs> game, please. Don't don't make don't make us wait too long for this. It's it's been way too long since we've had a a Final Fantasy, a mainline Final Fantasy to to get excited about. Like you know, fourteen doesn't count because we're still playing that, right? Like we we you know I, we play that you know every week. But but a standalone single player Final Fantasy game, like Finn said, is something that doesn't happen very often, and and mm -hmm. so I am, I don't want to wait too long for this, uh, and I'm hoping we get a demo. That's the last thing I hope for. I hope we get a demo. I would love to try this out Ooh. for myself. Uh, I hope we get a demo and it fucking is like the game on launch instead of just getting some weird Kingdom Hearts demo and then it's completely different yeah, from what the yeah, game yeah. actually is. Yeah. I, I, I still remember the the, the, the the first Final Fantasy 15 demo. That was uh, that was a far cry from what the actual game turned out to be. Um, but that that's pretty much all I have about the trailer here. Like we could we could uh, go even deeper but like I, I think I feel like we could fill up another hour talking about things that we see in this trailer but yeah. We're at an hour almost exactly right now, and I don't want to get too long in the tooth. Uh, Mike, dude, thank you so much for joining us, man. This was great, man. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. I, I, uh, I, yeah. This is, I'm glad that I'm glad that you reached out because <clears throat> you know this. <laughs> like, if you if you want to see me see me losing my shit on camera, you can rewatch that that Gamespot uh, live stream that I was on. Uh, but yeah, I really appreciate you reaching out and. Um, before we go, I want to shout out one thing in Please. this trailer is the the music. Oh God, yes. If, yes. if anything, we totally forgot about the music. Shit. Just listen to the music itself. Uh, I had, we were talking. I was talking about Alex McCullough earlier, who's a composer and a Final Fantasy stand himself. Uh, he does music breakdowns for fourteen, all seven remake, all Final Fantasy games, include and also Persona and all that stuff. Um, but one thing I do want to point out before we go is that. He's he has puts up a very good argument that my uh, Masayoshi Soken, the 14 composer, or someone who is taking a lot of influence from Soken, is scoring the soundtrack. If you listen to this, the the song that plays towards the end of this trailer, there are so many parallels with how 14 is composed. Whether it's it's like the the choir that backs this up, similar to Stormblood, or whether it's the the orchestral instrumentation that's similar to Heaven's Word. There are musically, there are so many parallels to 14. And I think that's the thing that hit me emotionally the most is because yes. I identify with music the hardest in RPGs or in games in general. So I think that's that's in conjunction with the fact that Yoshi P is uh, producing this thing and the music reminds me so much of 14. 
I think that's those are the two factors that really hit this for me. And I think that, you know, if folks are always also going to watch this trailer along uh, or afterwards or before or along with this podcast, take some time to just closely listen to the music that backs us up and how similar it is to those things and how those things can communicate such a powerful piece of the narrative design and also when the crystal when the crystal prelude hits oh dude dude when the prelude hit at at uh, it was right as these you started fighting the dragoon in the trailer dude when the prelude kicked in and dude, I got dude like the hair on my arms stood up. Like, dude, I had fucking goosebumps. Yep. I yeah, no. Yep. Dude, hey, dude, if you want, dude, if you want to get the feels out of me, like, hit me with a really good version of the prelude. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, or when the classic Final <sighs> Fantasy theme kicked in, uh, when you first saw the protagonist mm-hmm. and he's he's with his chocobo. Oh, oh, I can't believe we didn't talk about the music. Um. Uh. Nah, it's all good. But yeah. no, dude. Seriously, this was great. Thank you so much for joining us, Mike. I, I knew that you'd want to cut in on this. Of course. So um. And, <laughs> yep. uh, and of course, uh, also, uh, congratulations to Brittany doing her first ever official SDGC content. Um. Oh, thank you. No, Brittany, we're just happy. We 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 are so happy that you're part of the podcast now. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. And uh, if nobody has anything else, uh, thanks for checking us out. Uh, don't forget, you can uh, you can hit us up uh, live every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash official SDGC. Uh, and we also do great content like this, like our After Hours series. And this week, I think Finn and I are going to be recording our first episode of Dual Daddies, uh, talking about fatherhood since I'm a dad. I'm a dad, and he is soon to be a dad, and we're going to talk about dad shit. No video games, just dad stuff, right, Finn? And also video games. And also video games. But but mostly dad stuff. And that's going to be called Dual Daddies, and you'll be able to check that out uh, on alongside all of our other great content as well. So until next time, we'll see you on Thursday. Take it easy, everybody.